0: Morning everyone, thanks for tuning into this podcast. It's February the 1st today. We've officially completed our first month, the month of January, our first month of our one-year Bible reading plan. Uh, So good job if you've been following along. I encourage you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Um, tune in daily to our Bible readings. You can also contact me and follow me on my social media accounts. I'll link those below. Uh, Additionally, Do watch my most recent video. It's an update for the month of February. Um, There's some exciting news regarding uh, my plan to engage in more creative content, content like artwork and music. Otherwise, let's get into our readings for today. Our readings for today will come from Exodus chapters 13 to 15, Matthew chapter 21, as well as Psalm chapter 26 and Proverbs chapter 6. Before we open our Bibles, we can pray. Lord God, please bless your word to me and to those who are following along. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so our first reading begins in Exodus chapter 13, verse 17, and it says, When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to do this. He said, God will certainly come to help you when he does, You must take my bones with you from this place. I'll just stop there. Do you remember in Genesis when we read that? uh, How Joseph um, made his son swear to him that he would not be, uh, his his remains wouldn't stay in Egypt forever, but rather when they went back to the promised land, the land where God was um, giving to them, uh, they would take Joseph's bones with them. And so that's what we're reading about here. Okay, so in verse 20. The Israelites left Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud, and he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day or by night. And the Lord did not move the pillar of cloud or pillar of fire from its place in front of the people. Then the Lord gave these instructions to Moses, Order the Israelites to turn back and camp by pi between Migdal and the sea. Camp there along the shore, across from baal Zephon. Then Pharaoh will think, The Israelites are confused. They are trapped in the wilderness. And once again I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will chase after you. I have planned this in order to display my glory through Pharaoh and his whole army. After this, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites camped there as they were told. When word reached the king of Egypt that the Israelites had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds. What have we done letting all those Israelite slaves get away? They asked. So Pharaoh harnessed his chariot and called up his troops. He took with them 600 of Egypt's best chariots, along with the rest of the chariots of Egypt, each with its commander. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, so he chased after the people of Israel, who had left with fists raised in defiance. The Egyptians Egyptians chased after them with all the forces in Pharaoh's army, all his horses and chariots, his charioteers and his troops. The Egyptians caught up with the people of Israel as they were camped beside the shore near Hahiroth Pih- Pih- across from Zephon As Pharaoh approached, The people of Israel looked up and panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord, and they said to Moses, "'Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? "'Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? "'What have you done to us? "'Why did you make us leave Egypt?' "'Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt?' "'We said, leave us alone. "'Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. "'It's better to be a slave in Egypt.' and a corpse in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, "'Don't be afraid. "'Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue today. "'The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. "'The Lord himself will fight for you. "'Just stay calm.' Then the Lord said to Moses, "'Why are you crying out to me? "'Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And I'll harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they'll charge in after the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. Then, the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. The cloud settled between the Egyptian and Israelite camps. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and Israelites did not approach each other all night. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on the dry ground, with walls of water on each side. Then the Egyptians All of Pharaoh's horses, chariots and charioteers chased them into the middle of the sea, but just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. Let's get out of here away from these Israelites, the Egyptians shouted. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. When all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord said to Moses, Raise your hand over the sea again. Then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and their chariots and charioteers. So as the sun began to rise, Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the water rushed back into its usual place. The Egyptians tried to escape, but the Lord swept them into the sea. Then the waters returned and covered all the chariots and charioteers, the entire army of Pharaoh, of all the Egyptians who had chased the Israelites into the sea, not a single one survived. But the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground, as the water stood up like a wall on both sides. That is how the Lord rescued Israel from the hand of the Egyptians that day. And the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washed up on the seashore. When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Chapter 15 begins by saying, Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously he has hurled both horse and rider into the sea the lord is my strength and my song he has given me victory this is my god and i'll praise him my father's god and i'll exalt him the lord is a warrior yahweh is his name Pharaoh's chariots and army he has hurled into the sea. The finest of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters gushed over them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, smashes the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow those who rise against you. You unleash your blazing fury. It consumes them like straw." At the blast of your breath, the waters piled up. The surging waters stood straight like a wall. In the heart of the sea, the deep waters became hard. The enemy boasted, I'll chase them and catch up with them. I'll plunder them and consume them. I'll flash my sword, my powerful hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you among the gods, O Lord? Glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, performing great wonders. You raised your right hand and the earth swallowed our enemies. With your unfailing love you led the people you have redeemed. In your might you guide them to your sacred home. The peoples hear and tremble. Anguish grips those who live in Philistia. The leaders of Edom are terrified. The nobles of Moab tremble, all who live in Canaan melt away, terror and dread fall upon them. The power of your arm makes them lifeless as stone, until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people you purchased pass by. You'll bring them in and plant them in on your own mountain. The place, O Lord, reserved for your own dwelling. The sanctuary, O Lord, that your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. Okay, our next reading is from Matthew's eyewitness account. We'll be reading Matthew chapter 21 and let's start in verse 23. When Jesus returned to the temple and began teaching, the leading priests and elders came up to him. They demanded, By what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right? I'll tell you by what authority I do these things, if you answer one question, Jesus replied. Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven, or was it merely human? They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he will ask us why we didn't believe John. But if we say it was merely human, we'll be mobbed because the people believed John was a prophet. So they finally replied, we don't know. And Jesus responded, then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think about this? A man with two sons told the older boy, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son answered, no, I won't go. But later he changed his mind and went anyway. Then the father told the other son, you go. And he said, yes, sir, I will. But he didn't go. Which of the two obeyed his father? They replied, the first. Then Jesus explained his meaning. i tell you the truth. Corrupt tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you do. For John the Baptist came and showed you the right way to live, but you didn't believe him. While tax collectors and prostitutes did. Even when you saw this. Oh, page is stuck. Even when you saw this happening, you refused to believe him and repent of your sins. Now listen to another story. A certain landowner planted a vineyard, built a wall around it, dug a pit for pressing out the grape juice, and built a look tower, lookout tower. Then he leased the vineyard to tenant farmers farmers, and moved to another country. At the time of the grape harvest he sent his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers grabbed his servants, beat one, killed one, and stoned another. So the landowner sent a large group of his servants to collect for him, but the results were the same. Finally, the owner sent his son, thinking, surely they will respect my son. But when the tenant farmers saw his son coming, they said to one another, here comes the heir to to his estate. Come on, let's kill him and grab the estate for ourselves. So they grabbed him, dragged him out of the vineyard and murdered him. When the owner of the vineyard returns, Jesus asked, What do you think he will do to those farmers? The religious leaders replied, He will put the wicked men to a horrible death and lease the vineyard to others who will give him his share of the crop after each harvest. Then Jesus asked them, Didn't you ever read this in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing and it is wonderful to see. I tell you, the kingdom of heaven, sorry, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a nation that will produce the proper fruit. Anyone who stumbles over that stone will be broken to pieces and it will crush anyone it falls on. When the leading priests and Pharisees heard this parable, they realized he was telling the story against them. They were the wicked farmers. They wanted to arrest him. But they were afraid of the crowds who considered Jesus to be a prophet. All right. Our next reading is a psalm of David. We're going to read uh, Psalm 26, verses 1 to 12. Declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Put me on trial, Lord, and cross-examine me. Test my motives and my heart, for I am always aware of your unfailing love, and I have lived according to your truth. I do not spend time with liars or go along with hypocrites. I hate the gatherings of those who do evil, and I refuse to join in with the wicked. I wash my hands to declare my innocence. I come to your altar, O Lord, singing a song of thanksgiving and telling of all your wonders. I love your sanctuary, Lord the place where your glorious presence dwells. Don't let me suffer the fate of sinners. Don't condemn me along with murderers. Their hands are dirty with evil schemes, and they constantly take bribes. But I'm not like that. I live with integrity. So redeem me and show me mercy. Now I stand on solid ground, and I'll publicly praise the Lord." Our final reading for today is Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16-19. to 19. These are wise words, so listen carefully. There are six things the Lord hates. No, seven things he detests. Hofty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong. A false witness who pours out lies a person who sows discord in a family all right those are our readings for today ladies and gentlemen thanks for tuning in i uh, do tune in tomorrow february the 2nd as we continue in our readings uh, beginning our second month of our one-year bible reading plan i hope you have a great day if you're listening to this in the morning or a peaceful night's sleep if you're listening to this in the evening. Otherwise, I'll catch you around and we always pray. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.